Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we get a visit from an old friend and we'll tell you how you can cure your hay fever with a ringtone. Maybe. Stay tuned for episode 177 Interview with a Cow. Five, four, three, two, one. Direct from beautiful downtown Okayama City, Japan, you are once again, for no apparent reason, listening to Planet Japan. Get ready to join Doug and Jen as they take you on an unpredictable journey through the wacky and wonderful world they call home. And now, here's Doug and Jen. So, Jen. Hi. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? It's a beautiful April day. Yeah, lots of cherry blossoms. Yeah, people are、uh, finishing up their hanami parties. Yeah, under yeah. the cherry blossom trees. Yeah, we got another couple days of it. Indeed. It's beautiful outside. It's a lovely time of year. It is. It's nice. <laughs> well,、uh, quickly, we're going to introduce ourselves, and then we have a big surprise. Ooh, yeah. I like surprises. So I, I'm Doug DeLong. I'm Jennifer Edda. This is episode 177 of the loveliest podcast in the world, Planet <laughs> Japan. Oh,、uh, we, we have a special guest today. Her name is、uh, Daisy May.、Oh. And、uh, she's a cow. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a cow. Lovely cow. Yes. Beautiful.、Mm-hmm. Black and white cow. Oh, you got to love the black and white ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I noticed the first thing I noticed、uh, when this cow came into the room,、uh, she had lovely teats. Oh, yeah. Nice.、Uh, more, than, more than one. <laughs> Several. Several. Yeah.、Ooh. It's amazing. Amazing. Wow. Anyway. Anyway. Daisy May is here, and, and she's brought us、uh, some exciting news. Oh, yeah! Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome, Daisy May. <laughs> As we say in Japan, Hisashi Budi. <laughs> My name is Daisy May. Daisy May. And I'm from the Humorous Guide to Japan website. It's a brand new website. It is. Yeah, and it's a、uh, funny things about Japan. That's right, from a cow's perspective. From a cow's point of view. How we came up with this idea, me and a few other cows,、mm-hmm. uh, we always、uh, hang out at the Moo Bar on Shiraishi Island. Oh, that's my favorite、uh, Moo Bar, yeah.、Yep. I love it.、Yeah. And、uh, we're always just kind of, you know, chewing the cud and talking about Japan.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, we thought, well, gosh, we could,、uh, you know, pass some of this information. Uh, on to other people. And so first we went on to the internet and looked to see if there were any other funny sites about Japan. By cows. Well, that's, that came in <laughs> later. And we saw that there aren't any other funny sites about Japan. Really? Now, there are some sites that talk about the funny things in Japan. Yeah. But we talk funny about Japan. We talk funny. <laughs> For example. So, we write funny and we present it in a funny way,、yeah. as well as、uh, alert people to some more interesting things that are off the beaten cow path. So, this、uh, brand new website is for anyone who's、uh, interested in Japan and has a sense of humor. Exactly. Yeah, that would cover a wide、uh, spectrum of people, you would think. Yeah, and、um, yeah. cows too. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. Maybe we should、uh, say the address. The web address is humorousguidetojapan.wordpress.com. Now, humorous spelled H U M O R U S. Oh, so it's、humorous. not humorous, it's humor us. You got it. Ah. Humor、right. me, man. Humor me, yeah. <laughs> We will also put a link at、uh, planetjapan.org, of course. Now, here's the happy news Planet Japan has become one of the cows contributing to the new site. 
That's right. We're very happy to have you guys on board. You were selected to be uh, members of our um, communication. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Community. Yeah. So people now can find uh, Planet Japan at the Humorous Guide to Japan or at the regular place where they can always find it. And we hope that lots of people will uh, feel free to contribute funny things about Japan to the site. Indeed. It's supposed to be a place where everyone can come and just uh, have fun and uh, contribute things if they'd like or alert us to certain things. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to have a bovine slant to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are actually a lot more things in Japan that are related to cows than you would ever imagine. Indeed. Yeah, so that's <laughs> one of the reasons um, we thought cows would be good. Yeah. We were astounded when we came here ourselves how many things were related to us directly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Us cows, we are messengers for the gods in the Shinto religion. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, we are part of a lot of Japanese culture. So I, I see that Hugh Heffer is uh, one of the cows. Yes. Yeah. He's a <laughs> Uh, cow tunist. He's a cow tunist. Yes. He draws funny cow tunes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we also have some guest uh, cow tunists. Ah. Yep. And we also uh, have guest writers. Now we have five cows writing for us already. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, Daisy May. Right. That would be you. And Kawaguchi. Kawaguchi. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maureen. Okay. Bovine Bob. That's me. That's you. Yeah. And Hugh Heffer. Hugh Heffer, yeah. yeah. Now, does Hugh Heffer draw cartoons for Play Cow magazine? Oh, I don't know. I, I bet, bet he does. does. Yeah. It's Hugh Heffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we do accept uh, guest writers as well in our guide gene section. Guide gene. Yeah. Okay. So people who would like to uh, tell others about funny things they've found in Japan or especially places to go and travel to that are off the beaten cow path would be mm-hmm. really great to have. Excellent. Oh, and we also have a Seto Inland Sea section. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And I do believe we are the first website to have a uh, to offer comprehensive information on the inland sea and all the islands that you can go to and what you can see and do in these islands. Really? Not only that, I heard that this website can offer you a uh, comprehensive health care plan. <laughs> Is that true? As long as you can prove you're bovine, then absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. And I think another fun thing about the website is that people are always welcome to come out and drink with us cows at Humor Us. Ah, We love to to meet visitors who are coming to Japan. And uh, we have had lots of people stop by as it is, as, you know, even lots of podcast listeners and... And such, so yeah, we're uh, really into the party mode. Um, we party till the cows come home, <laughs> and no. we just love to uh, share a mugarita with any of our uh, listeners and readers. One of the things I, I was reading about on uh, on the new site is uh, something uh, about a, a cow ring festival. It's the Hanaguri festival. Hanaguri is uh, cow, well, nose ring, and in this case, it, they're the cow nose rings. This year, on April eighteenth, mm-hmm. it's a Sunday. They have the uh, Hanaguri Festival, and it's uh, actually to pray for the uh, the souls of the cows who have given up their lives uh, to humans so that they could have beef. Yeah, and, that's um, nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And there's this cow nose ring shrine in Okayama, and there's a, a pile of nose rings there, over 7 million that they have collected. They, now, they cleaned them before they... No, but they I'm, just, I'm assuming that. They don't have to use Nobody them again, likes a so. dirty cow ring. Well, you can't use it again. So, 
So they represent each cow. Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of a you know a solemn festival, but on the other hand, it's nice that uh, we have been recognized as a species. Sounds odd. Why? <laughs> Don't you ever think about the souls of cows after you've eaten them? Uh, no. Actually, not, not that much. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. But I do give a passing, you know, kind of thank you in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to the, the cow that gave up his life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are lots of things like this in Japan, and that's one of the things I like about the Japanese culture is all they, they use a lot of uh, animals for different reasons. There is always an appreciation for them in uh, like in a Shinto ceremony, and they they thank the gods and uh-huh. the cow gods for allowing them to use. So we also have travel advice or travel information. We do. On the site. Maureen mm-hmm. is in head of the travel section, and Maureen does not live in Japan, but she has been to Japan fourteen times. Wow! Yeah, she is yeah. an expert traveler. And so we're really glad to have her in the pasture because she has that perspective of a traveler that you kind of lose after you've been in Japan a while. So she's great, and she's always uncovering, like, fun new places to see that not a lot of people know about. Indeed. Cool. Okay. Other highlights of the site? We also keep everyone up to date on what's happening with uh, cow-type things in Japan. For Mm -hmm. example, the breaking news that Akebono... Ah has bovine tendencies. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. But he's seen a doctor, and the doctor expects him to recover fully. I think he's seen a vet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's seen a vet. But he's come out of the closet. <laughs> he's admitted that, you know, he's bovine inclined. Uh-huh. And um, on the website, we have a photo of him in a cow suit and uh, talking about uh, the new Fanta Moo Moo White. Ah, yeah. A new beverage put out by Coca-Cola. He's the spokesperson, spokes cow. The spokes cow. For yeah. the new drink. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> And you really haven't really seen anything until you've seen a giant sumo wrestler in a cow suit. <laughs> well, it, it's been fun. Thank you for coming by and, and filling us in on this uh, new exciting website. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm sure people are going to rush over there and, and check it out. We'd love for you to stop by the website and send us your moves. Send us your moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Daisy May. Moo. We'll be mooing at you later. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. See you on Humor Us. Yeah, we got some email. Uh-huh. Uh, like we do. I know. We get, we yeah. get email now. I'm happy we, about we it. We love email. Yeah, I know. It's fun, actually. Yeah, it's a pretty cool invention when you think about it. <laughs> email. It is, actually. Oh, yeah. Remember when you had to actually have like a pen or a pencil and, and write stuff? I know. What? And stamps what and stuff. What the heck was I that? Know. Uh, our old friend Parrot uh, wrote again, mm-hmm. and uh, there's been some controversy about uh, an Einstein quote that he was using yeah, on, on his, his website. website right. And I uh, somewhat challenged it and said, that don't sound like Einstein to me. But actually, it is Einstein. Apparently we, so. Yeah, apparently, yeah. yeah. Who knew Einstein was such a wit and a charmer? Well, I, he, he was actually. He was a pretty, <laughs> pretty bright guy, yeah. So uh, Parrot <laughs> assures us that as far as he has been able to determine, yeah, he's it's a genuine it Einstein. And do you remember the quote? Oh, gosh. Something to do with people being stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You sure? Yeah, I think that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. Einstein said, uh, two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity, and I'm not sure about the universe. So there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. People are stupid. (laughs) People are stupid. Thanks, Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) I'm smart. You guys are stupid. (laughs) Uh, Mm. Anyway. Yeah, so anyway, that came from... um, 
from Parrot's uh, uh, blog, blog right. The Dumbass yeah. Guide mm -hmm. to Knowledge. One of my favorite blogs. And to remind people, it is at uh, dumbassguide.info. That's where it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Be sure to check that out. And we got an email from our friend uh, Gabriel who um, wrote in, and we weren't quite sure if he was the actual um, uh, you know, archangel. The, the archangel, Gabriel, yeah, right. That one. Yeah. But he wrote to us and assured us that he was. Oh, well, yeah. good. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> he says, um, I wanted to confirm I am indeed an archangel of the Lord. As his messenger, I have recently found that email is just as effective for proclaiming God's word as blowing my ubiquitous horn. It is ubiquitous. Yeah, and it's, yeah. He's always got it with him. <laughs> and yeah. conspicuous, yeah. And he's quite talented, really. Really, but, you know, email is much quieter, especially on a, you know, Saturday morning or Sunday morning when you want to sleep in. You know? Yeah, but how cool would that be to have Gabriel blow his horn to, like, announce an email has arrived? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I Except at 3 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Yeah. So oh, he has a message for us uh, mm -hmm. from God. Oh. He said, God says that this time he is very pleased you brought back Nihongo Gogo. Oh, wonderful. Okay, yeah. so we're on the right path. God is happy with us. Oh. We were apparently following his plan and yes. uh, have arrived here at Nihongo Gogo. <laughs> and Gabriel was, was nice enough. I know, to do all the work for us this week. To, to send us... <laughs> Our Nihongo Gogo for this week. I know. Yeah. These are his favorite. Indeed. Now, as you know, every time uh, we do this, we explain one Japanese idiom and one mm -hmm. Japanese onomatopoeia. So uh, the first one he uh, told us about uh, is Nia Nia. Nia Nia. Nia Nia. It's the sound of someone smiling or possibly smirking in a George W. Bushian <laughs> kind of way. Uh, kind of like, like he does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that is kind of a smirk, isn't it? It is a smirk. It's the yeah. world's uh, most obnoxious smirk. <laughs> <laughs> and if forced to look at it for long periods of time, will cause insanity. <laughs> sanity. Insanity. Oh, my gosh. It's been known to. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. yeah, Nia Nia. Nia Nia. Did you know that one? That's an interesting one. Yeah, I've heard... I, at first, I, I wasn't familiar with Nia Nia because there's another one called Nico Nico. Nico Nico. Which also means to smile. Well, there you go. So I was a little bit confused, but... Uh, Maybe it's, it's smiling both, in a more, in a more uh, lighthearted way. Yeah, it is, actually. It's more like <laughs> smiling at children or something. Something cute, like a... A kitten. Kitten, yeah. exactly. A puppy. Yeah, exactly. A rainbow. <laughs> a rainbow. <laughs> Put them all together and it's heaven. I know. Nico Nico. Nico Nico. Yeah. Nia so, Nia is, so more, Nia is more George smirky, Bush. Yes. Kind of smiling to yourself. Yeah. Like, ah, ha, ha. And the other one, Nico Nico, is more like children and Fluffy puppies and kittens. And, yeah. Make you smile. Uh -huh. Okay. I, I think I got it. Okay. <laughs> I think I got it. It's great when we kind of put a little nuance into our teaching. I know. It really spices things up. Spice. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, the idiom he sent. I uh -huh. love this idiom. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah, when you translate it, it means uh, that you're wearing a cat on your head. <laughs> yeah, that's the literal translation, translation but yeah. it, it means to uh, be hiding your true feelings. Kind of two-faced. Okay, so the Japanese is neko o kaburu. Neko o kaburu. Yeah, neko is cat, and kaburu is the Japanese verb to wear glasses or hats. <laughs> they have different they have different verbs for wear. They don't have just right. like wear a coat. They right. have, yeah. Yeah, pulling on pants and wearing So, hats. one more time. Neko o kaburu. Neko o kaburu. Yeah. And it means uh, you're a two-faced uh, lying bastard. <laughs> well, just being two-faced. <laughs> so, it, but <laughs> okay. is it considered to be a really 
big insult if you say that? Well, have you just are those fighting words? Mm, <laughs> not well. It, it's definitely not nice. Uh huh. Yeah. I know if somebody told me that there is a cat on my head. <laughs> I would think uh, that uh, he had the issues, really. <laughs> I guess so. Not yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> think I'm wearing a cat mm-hmm. on my head. And, wearing a cat on your head. Uh, you know, my cat though. I got one of those long hair cats. Mm. Wearing it as like a hat would really be quite useful in the winter. Yeah, like those Russian hats. Yeah, yeah you'd make a real nice one. I, I, I'm not sure how he would feel about <laughs> becoming a hat. But what the heck. So that's it uh, for email. Uh, we got um, from our friend Gomio. He told us about a really interesting book that uh, people who are into Japan or into Buddhism or yeah. into uh, spiritual side pilgrimages... Of- Japan. Yeah, yeah, they might want to check this out. This is a woman named Susan Tennant who has translated a very uh, famous story, very famous book, into English. Right. And it's now available at Amazon.com. We'll put a link at planetjapan.org. Yeah, what was this story, this original story about from 1918? 1918. Yeah. yeah, a woman named uh, Takamure Itsue, she went on the pilgrimage in Japan, in Shikoku, Japan. Mm-hmm. This was a Pilgrimage set up by Kobo Daishi, the founder of the Shingon Buddhist sect in Japan. Right. He sort of established this uh, pilgrimage of 88 temples on the island of Shikoku. Mm-hmm. It's very famous. Yeah, it's very famous. It's yeah. People still do it to, to this day. By car. <laughs> yeah, they, they, do, they, have, they have the bus tours. The bus tours, yeah. yeah. Of course, the, the old way would be to walk the whole thing. Walk? Forget it. It, it takes about it, between, well, it could take anywhere between two and six months to complete depending on you know how fast you are yeah. what you're doing and as long as you didn't have a job you know you were... <laughs> i know as long as you don't have to earn any money or have any family obligations exactly. whatsoever then just wander uh, off you just uh, walk around shikoku yeah. for a couple months so this a woman was 24 years old yeah back in 1918 1918 and, uh, and uh, she had this amazing kind of journey thing and by the time it was finished people thought she was a god exactly which so, is you know she must have been really nice <laughs> I know it must have been a pretty amazing experience. So it does sound like a really interesting story. I've I've not heard Indeed. of it, yeah. but yeah, evidently people believe that she was a deity. Now the name of the book is Musume Jun Reiki in uh, Japanese. Yeah, and the woman who experienced it was uh, Takamure Itsue-san. It's been translated into English by mm-hmm. Susan Tennant, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll put a link to her Amazon uh, page at planetjapan.org. Okay. So enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Happy news time. Happy news. Happy news. There's a, a woman, a Japanese woman, a lovely Japanese woman, mm-hmm. uh, thirty something, thirty three, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, lives in uh, Shinjuku in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and she was sitting around wondering what could I do to cheer up salarymen in in these dark days of bad economic times and people yeah. no jobs and. People, no money. You know, it's it's yeah. a horrible situation. What can I do? I know, I'll become a cheerleader, mm-hmm, exactly, and cheer people up. That's what the that's that's, that's, that's why what, they're yeah, called exactly cheerleaders. cheerleaders. When people cheer. need uh, cheering up, you got to get a cheerleader. cheerleader. There you go. And she took it upon herself to stand out there in this hot cheerleading <laughs> outfit. Yeah, she's got white boots and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she's dressed to the nines. Oh yeah, cheerleader style. Indeed. Stands in front of the station and does her cheerleading routine. Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, That's her new purpose in life. 
needs to cheer on. Cheering up people. Salarymen yeah. on their way to work. She gets some odd looks from some of the people. Yeah, she's yeah. the she's the only one sort of dancing around out there. <laughs> you know, everyone's like on their way to work and, you know, sucking coffee mm. and whatever. But, but good luck to our yeah. Shinjuku cheerleader. Good job. She's got, uh, she's got the spirit. Hey, let's do our tech corner. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. You have a very interesting little techie thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a new gadget. A oh, new, I love gadgets. A uh, gadget that you can get on your phone, a ringtone. Yeah. And it's a, it's a ringtone that will help cure hay fever. Indeed. Yeah, so you sort of hold it, hold this ringtone while it's playing under, under your nose, and it will shake all the pollen out of your nose. You hold a ringtone, you hold a your cell phone yeah, sort of under your nose exactly. while the ringtone is going, mm-hmm. yeah, and right. it shakes out the pollen right. from your nose, and you no longer experience hay fever. Hay fever. That can't be true. Well, no, that now they said... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's what they said. Here's what they said. <laughs> that they studied acoustics. And and analyzed voice prints, and it's supposed to unleash waves really? that will shake out pollen stuck in the user's nose. Really? Yeah. So they've actually done a some research. Will shake it out. Yeah, but of course, this is from the same company who created that bilingual, you know, that thing that you strap to your dog's neck and it would ah, translate translate your, the your barking, barking into English, into English. Or Japanese. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that, right. Yeah, they, that didn't work. Yeah, either. that was a fun idea. Though. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> didn't sell very well because it didn't really work. Ah, uh, well, there is that. But, but the uh, Pet Rock was a big seller too. So. <laughs> True enough. But uh, yeah, they they also do say that there is no guarantee that yeah, it has well, real health benefits. <laughs> <laughs> we might just be talking out our ass, but go ahead and buy it anyway. But we did study something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> you might want to try it. If anybody has tried it, please you know. Yeah, let, let us, us know. know and and we'll be sure to document <laughs> your experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, time for dick of the week. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, this was an easy one this week yeah, because mm. this guy was a really big dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a doctor. Being the dick he is, he's a urologist. Ooh. That makes sense. Okay. I guess on some <laughs> level. But uh, one day last week, he decided to have a bit of fun. And this is in uh, South Florida, I believe. Okay. Somewhere in Florida. Uh, He put a sign on his door, Mm. and it said, If you voted for Obama, please seek your urologic care elsewhere. Wow. Yeah. Like, Mm. see you later. I know. You voted for Obama. (laughs) You're a communist. So, like, I don't know how he checked that, though. Did they have to have some proof that they voted for yeah, they probably had to come in and show some kind of proof that um, they did indeed vote for the the old guy and not, you know, Obama. And then they would be allowed to, to have, have this man touch your penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm going to go to a doctor, I really don't want to talk about politics. I don't want him to bring his political point of view to bear. Mm. I just want him to take care of my problem. Exactly. In a nice way that's not going <laughs> to upset me. <laughs> Know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. yeah it's crazy. Mm, that is interesting. Uh, the The whole thing caused a, a brouhaha. Mm. And you know how a brouhaha can go when it gets out of control. It can become a hubbub. <laughs> and then you've got a big mess uh, everywhere. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he got some flack from people. Mm. A lot of flack. Big time flack. Because I don't think he can do that, right? Well, so. legally he said, uh, oh, of course I would treat them <laughs> if I had to, you know. 
I'm not going to turn them away. I just put that sign on my door. It says, go away. I'm not really turning them away. It's just a sign. It says, go away. What? It's a joke. Is it me? I don't get it. All right. So he got his 15 minutes of fame. And I'm still hoping personally Mm. that he'll either get his license revoked Mm. or or go to prison for life. Wow. (laughs) Okay. One of those two. One of those two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We got one more story and then it's time to go. Okay. Uh, there's a nice little town here in our prefecture, Okayama mm. Prefecture. Right. Hayashima. Mm-hmm. Hayashima. Hayashima. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been there? Nope. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lovely place. Yeah. It's a smallish town. Yeah, it's small. I think I it's really got about 12,000 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, um, they were um, asked to become a sister city mm-hmm. for a city in uh, England. Right, right. This uh, little small town about the same size mm-hmm. uh, in England called uh, Litham St. Anne's, I believe. Everybody was excited about it. Yeah, such a city was kind of fun. for except. a few old people, <laughs> elderly people, senior citizens. Pensioners. Pensioners. Uh-huh, that's there what you go. Called. That's yeah. what they're called. Pensioners. Pensioners. Hey, I said, hey, wait a minute. Chotomate. Mm. Uh, if you'll recall, uh, we're, we're still kind of sore uh, about that whole World War II thing. Mm. And wonder if uh, you wouldn't mind forgetting about this whole sister city idea. And, and that's yeah, yeah, that's their point of view. That was their point of view. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because know. really, a grudge really doesn't do you any good unless you can hold it for at for least a century. As long as you can, until yeah. you die. Exactly. exactly. Well, that's her point. Yeah, that's she her says, point. That's, that is exactly her point. Here's my deal. How about you wait till all of us old folks die, and then you can have your little sister city? <laughs> How's that sound? Uh, okay, thanks, Grandma, for your input. I know. It's so kind of a, sad, sad kind of a, uh, a back and forth going on between the supporters mm. who want to become a sister city right. and, and this uh, crazy old woman <laughs> who insists that at least five other people feel the way she does, <laughs> threatening to bring the whole thing to a, to a grinding halt. Well, yeah, but in the, in the long run, I think they're going to go ahead. Yeah, it looks like cooler it. heads will prevail. Yeah. They'll be all right. Go ahead and set up this lovely sister city relationship. On kind of a trial basis, I think, is what they're doing right now. Right, right. They're going to see if they can live together first, (laughs) you know, without getting on each other's nerves. Exactly. Yeah, and then they can hopefully later will become officially. Official. Sister. sister. Linked up. Sister city. And what's, why are there no brother cities? What's with the the sexism there? Why are they always sister cities? You're right. They are always sister cities. There's no brother cities. No. Okay. Because brothers fight all the time. That's why. That could be it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've got something. Yeah. Sisters. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to get out of here before things get too out of control. (laughs) We want to thank everyone for listening. Mm. Uh, Be sure to check out the website at planetjapan.org. Give us a message at uh, planetjapan07 at gmail.com. And we'll close out the show this time with a song, which is called Japan. It's from a group called The National Pool, which is from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, the song may give you uh, a little insight into uh, why some of us came here to uh, this fine country. And, of course, it's courtesy of MusicAlley.com. Thanks very much. We'll see you next time.
I'd look up and smile and sip 